Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Anne Tuttle-Brown. We're recording this podcast during the year 2020 when we've been dealing with a pandemic and we're entering our school year and it looks different for everyone here in the United States. We've got children that are going back into the classroom, yet they have restrictions and guidelines with masks and just class loads and numbers of students in their um, rooms. We've got at-home learning options where some students are doing both. They're in the classroom, they're at home. We've got more parents doing homeschooling than ever before. And so today we're going to talk about your type one and your type two children and how you can better support them in their at-home learning experience, whether or not you are really dedicated homeschooler or you are just moving through this phase and having to do more learning at home and supporting your children wherever you're at. We trust you're doing what's correct for you, and we know these tips will be a great help to you. And pay attention as well, because if you're a type 1 or a type 2 parent, I know you're going to get some insights as well for yourself. And I'm so thrilled to have both my daughters join me. Anne, who is my co-host here on the Child Whisper podcast, is joining in. Her daughter is going back into the classroom. And then my oldest daughter, who is a type 1 Jennifer is a mother of four boys. They have all four types in their family in that sequence, oldest down to youngest, four, three, two, one. Jenny made a decision that it was correct for her boys to have a homeschooling experience and to bring their learning and education into the home. And that was the year before she started that in 2019, which really then helped her learn a lot and prepare for a situation now where that's being required of a lot of parents. So she'll have a lot of great insights for us. Um, and first, I want to preface this conversation that there is so much information when it comes to homeschool, different curriculums, different tips for the mom on how to approach. And so we are speaking just solely to the types of the child. And you can add this to what you're learning to, to really me it's help foundational. You. Yeah, and I think it's a great lens to look through as you're sorting through the different curriculums and the different approaches that this will yeah. really support you in moving forward and give you really a head start in this approach. So like you said, type one is the fun-loving social child. They have an upward light movement. So you got to remember that. You got to keep it light and fun. Think, how can I make this a game? Like making up songs to remember stuff. Jenny, I know you've actually... We were, Marco, on a video chat, and you were sharing some songs that you've made up to help mm -hmm. your kids remember. So just in your own type one nature, that was something that you were drawn to. And yes. I love that approach. So can, do you want to speak a little bit to that about making it a game? and or Yeah, like just fun? speaking to the to what something that mom said, and then I'll speak more specifically about type one, just the fact that the kids will bring their movement naturally to the home. And it's, it's just that. So true. I see that so distinctly in each one of my kids. 
that they each move about the day in their own their own style their own way and um this morning with teddy uh i love for my kids to get their what we call first things first things done by by themselves and independently and we're not there yet like my 13 year old is thankfully showering and brushing his teeth and doing all those things on his own um because i've worked to train him in that but my youngest teddy he wants me to be by his side and just thinking about how when um i like doing things as a group like that's something that i really enjoy just being a part of a team and so i realized today it's okay i need to take the time not only is he five and he needs that extra support but he probably just wants to not be by himself and so he just said mom can you go turn on the water and grab my clothes and I've been kind of working all summer to be like no just do it yourself do it yourself and I'm like no that's okay I can do those things <laughs> to support you you know yeah he likes that social interaction he likes talking to you while you're doing it <laughs> yeah and just knowing showing that you I things can... pointing things out you know yeah and it's just more fun right with people and so with him making things like you said um a together experience and more of a game um definitely just gets him excited about and he, he's kindergarten correct that's right so he's kind of formally he's done some he's been incorporated into your homeschooling experience yet now he's moving into kind of the official first year of school yes is yeah. he excited about that He's really excited. Um, he really wanted to get on the bus and go to kindergarten. And so it was kind of a sad thing. And I was going to actually put him in kindergarten this year just for that experience. Um, uh -huh. And then just. Well, that's because so when your boys were in, he saw his brothers getting on the bus every day. So. Yes. That was something he, he was looking forward to. Would love that. And so, but that's that's not going to be his experience. So I'm just trusting that there's the experience that is ahead is going to be good for him <laughs> and a good match for him, even though it's not what I, I went to kindergarten. I loved it, you know? So it's been something that I've had to personally mourn a little bit. And just, I think there's been a lot of that. <laughs> <There's> like, <laughs> yeah. So many things to mourn in 2020. It's like, Oh, okay. Cause in Colorado, you, there, the schools aren't open. They didn't, have classroom option correct no they do so they're oh, they did. they're starting okay. online for the first two weeks and then they okay. are doing class the plan is to go into the classroom so okay which would be which would be great but since we are um homeschooling it's it's nice to with my older kids is i just opted to keep them all integrated in in the homeschool mm -hmm. um way. so remember if a child is i think there's another keep it light that always doesn't look like everything's playful in games they need you know as you know jenny they need structure and they need to follow through and they need to learn to be responsible for their learning and assignments and that it, um if it's not how can you help a type one child kind of break up what's a di what's their learning look like that might be different than a type four that really thrives on sitting stills in a focused structured environment and a more of a track yeah like more of a track mm -hmm. do you have shorter period you know do you i would say a little more movement to in their learning forward style? to so you say 
okay, we're going to do making everything fun. But I, I, I hope I try to do that already because that's just my personality. But um, just trying to make whatever material I get really interesting for them um, and then just encouraging them through it and having maybe like a work fun, work fun, work fun type type routine for my type one and threes. But whereas my type four is like, I just want to get my work done and then I'll have some fun, if that makes sense. So mixing yeah, it up a little like, bit more. Bring it to, you know, like just lock in, zone in, get it done. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mixing it up and then noticing when they're feeling stressed. Stress in a child is a sign of either it could be sleep, lack of sleep, diet, or the environment's not supportive to their true nature and a mm -hmm. good word to remind uh, yourself as a parent of a type one child is is this light enough in it my the approach we're taking i we're would even say light. how can I, how can i lighten up ask yourself as a parent because like yeah. i know sometimes i'm just like just get it done like i've told you what to do just do it but it's like okay how can i make this more fun more inactive how can i be a little more silly mm -hmm. and um when I can make that switch and lighten up, the response is so much better. Mm -hmm. And so ask your, I just ask, ask your yourself, child too. Yeah. yeah. What feels heavy to you? I, or you could even say, how can we make this more fun for you? Yeah. Well, and there's um, like to, to draw on what mom said about there, every child needs to learn and there needs to be structure. And so something I try to teach and then we try to implement as a family is there's a time and season for everything. And so sitting down and practicing their piano may not be one of my child's favorite things, and it might be someone else's favorite thing, but right. So they all have the things they dread and the things they don't mind. But if it's a priority for your family, for them to um, do whatever it is you expect your child to do that day, you just talk them through it. <laughs> you just talk about how, you know, little by little, it'll it'll, it'll lead to good things. It might not, it might be hard right now, but it'll be okay. And so you can just lend some support in those areas, even if they are kind of fighting back. So there's that, there's time for that, where you just say, it's time to do your piano and then we'll get up and we're going to go have a popsicle <laughs> or then we'll go outside and jump on the scooters. So there's that type of thing. And then there's times where you are, maybe you picked a curriculum or there's particular class or it is piano. And you're like, this is too much for them and it's too much for me. And you just and you just take it off your plate. So you have to be discerning as the parent to know what you're going to work through, kind of like pick your battles, you know, and we're going to make, they're going to be okay. They'll get through it. It'll get easier. And we're going to just walk away from that. So I don't know if that's helpful. Those are great not. tips. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really good. Always good reminders. And thank you. So uh, one more tip before we move to type two is um, in line with the social aspect, the fun-loving movement that type one children have is creating, um, having a learning buddy because, uh, so in your case, Jenny, you have one type one in the house. He's the youngest. He's going to be doing his own curriculum that could look a little bit lonely solo, mm -hmm. but you said, and you can share this story that he's had set up some stuffed animals and read to them or maybe have an older sibling come over and help. So it's not always on you as the parent to have to be that buddy to them. you have any examples? Yeah, we had um, him one time 
where he wasn't getting the social interaction with his peers at the beginning of um, the, the shutdown of schools. Because my kids, although they were homeschooled, they still had activities that they would attend and sports. And he was in preschool and he was with people his own age and he didn't, he was missing out on that creative play. And so we gathered up all his favorite stuffed animals and I just started to talk to Teddy as if I were the bear or whatnot. And he started to, you know, come alive and get connected with his little stuffed animals. And we made a um, cozy corner in his bedroom where he set up his stuffed animals and his pillows. And I put a bunch of books out and he would, I, it became a special spot where he could kind of go and read and feel like he can talk to his friends you know it was it, it worked for that heart that time when we really weren't where he wasn't able to connect with people in person um now that we're able to see people more i'm um looking at getting just like a younger middle school or excuse me high school type student to come and be his learning buddy and read with him and help him with his spelling and just kind of bring some variety to his um, learning experience. It's a good idea. I I had the pleasure of being read to in his cozy corner with his <laughs> stuffed animals. It was very sweet. <laughs> he was so he was so endeared by it all. You know, he loved that little. Does he still have it up? We moved it. Um, he has a tent now, and so oh, nice. That's good yeah. though. You got to keep it right. Got to switch it up every <laughs> couple months. Yeah, that'll happen for sure at our house. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> We've got more Child Whisper coming up right after this brief message. Knowing your type and your child's type changes everything, doesn't it? It helps you to understand one another better. It can help your outside, too. When you wear clothes that express your type, you feel better, you look better, and people understand you more easily, including your kids. Carol Tuttle created the Dressing Your Truth program to help you dress true to your type and create a personal style that expresses who you really are. The best part? You can learn all the basics for free. Start loving how you look and feel at dressingyourtruth.com. The type 2 child is our sensitive child and they lead with an emotional connection to um, our world and they have a more soft relaxed uh the word calm comes up but they're not always calm so that <laughs> parents misunderstand that and think they can get loud they can be throw fits they're not sneaky calm and all the time causing trouble they have a <laughs> when they are in balance their presence is calming to others they have a need for connection and they're aware of details in the bigger picture and what's all the details playing out without necessarily making you aware of that. There's a lot they're taking in and there's a lot that they take in emotionally that can cause stress. And so this, a type two child, when the family is more together and more at home and they're in a position now to learn from a home experience, they... They may not let you know till it's gone too far and now they're stressed and they're crying and whining and difficult because they, they have to be taught how to verbalize what they're feeling and that they're starting to feel pressure and misunderstood or overlooked. 
and you both have type two children and, and you are a type two yourself. So, um, just knowing that nature of a type two child, what adaptations have you made? I think it, because of that connected nature, kind of like the same as type one, but for different needs, needing to be a little bit closer as a parent to like be reassuring, like I'm here, let's get, let's get started on your work. Let's go through, but can also be a challenge because of that slow movement. And you might just want to be like, let's just dive into it now and get it done and just go do it by yourself. Um, so Jenny, why don't you share what you've done with Neil um, and can maybe talk about the challenges that you Is have he, had. He's second grade. Yeah. Mm, he'll be third. Third grade. Um, yeah, just listening to your opener about the movement of a type two child. So I was just soaking it in and learning because I've got a lot to learn <laughs> with how to communicate and work with um, with his personality because um, it, just a couple funny stories. Um, when you said that they need to be taught how to use their words, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because our oldest will say, I'm going to talk in Neil language. <laughs> oh! And he'll just, <laughs> he'll just mock him. And I think, it's so, you know, and then he'll run out of the room. Is that the, or he'll run out of the room. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> like I'm just demonstrating his communication pattern. No, that's Sam. The other day was reaching <laughs> up on the counter. Eh, eh, eh. I said specifically to Sam, I said, I don't know what you, you need right now because I don't hear any words. Use your words. That's something I've had to teach him a lot. Use your mm -hmm. words. Use your words. Yeah. Obviously, I could tell he wanted the water bottle, but I'm not going to respond to that or that's mm -hmm. the behavior I'll continue to get. Well, Neil's in it when you have a type two child that is sort of the middle child. That's another little bit of a... um. It, it creates a little more complexity in that they now have these Feel siblings overlooked. on both sides. Yeah. Then that overlooked. Yeah. And, Definitely. and I like not as you, independent as their older siblings because like, they just take a little more time to develop that kind of confidence and that, in who they right, are. Because, you know, because I, I uh, my husband will stop and he'll go to him and he'll talk and he'll take the time to connect and to just say, tell me how you feel. And so I've been trying to follow that example, you know, the, mm -hmm. and to tell the big brothers to back off and give them a space. It's something I'm trying to teach all my kids. Give each other space to be, space to, to be who they are and to, and to change, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so with... How's he adapted to learning at home? What's, how's that going for him? With learning at home... Um, I was really wanting him to do certain things at a certain time and he became overwhelmed and just turned into kind of a floppy fish and, Oh, I can't do it. I can't do this. I don't want to do this and really stressed. And so it was a really, really difficult experience for me. And I just was so fed up because I'm like, I know you can do this, but you just won't and you refuse to. So and that is a year, trait, especially his secondaries of four. And when they feel either strong about something or so pushed and overwhelmed they don't budge it's like that cow in the middle of the road yeah they're like they're not moving it's so funny because jenny said 
Neil gets like floppy fish and my type two will do the same thing where he just flops on the ground. We call him dead man Sam because he won't move a muscle. <laughs> to, like, do learning everything. all these. I know. I'm curious for you. You listeners out there, you have type twos who do Let's that where it's just like. But you're not to move it into a shaming experience for them. <laughs> well, now he thinks it's funny because okay. he literally can't move any muscle in his body. So that's where we like try to make it a game to like move him through it a little bit faster. <laughs> So okay, it's yeah. That you, just like back to oh. Jenny's experience. He was well not responding I, I, favorably, cooperatively. Well, I realized that I was setting him up for a stressful experience, and and saying, just putting that pressure on him. As soon as he felt that stress, he just disengaged and he just felt defeated immediately. And so, what I'm going to try to do this coming um, learning year is have him have a one hour set aside, whether that's one hour of, you know, straight or two 30 minute blocks where I say to the other kids, I'm working with Neil now, don't interrupt me and make sure they have something else to do. It's our time. And then if that time goes to him learning, great. If it goes to him showing me stuff, great, but we're going to, I'm going to start so that's the, creating the connection he needs. Yeah. I'm going to start the year off with this is what I want him to do and have that in in mind. But he was, but if he if he needs to maybe just have that time to connect with me, I think he'll be successful. Not only over time as we get together, he'll be more apt to do what I'm asking him to do during that mommy and meal time. But mm-hmm. then I think he'll also have that connection that he's seeking. So when it's not me and him, he can be more independent and kind of go forward having that. Yeah. Filled. Well, that, you know, so. that, that little bit of connection that the return of investment in it is huge because okay. he will feel supported now and be individually motivated. That's what would be. It's awesome. not like you yeah. need to connect with him constantly. You might do 15 minutes some days. There we go. And yeah. I'd encourage for you being a type one, not to make it too regimented and say, you know, anywhere from even 10, 10 to 20, 30 minute blocks. Okay. Feeds and need they have that has a huge return of um, them not needing it anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like they don't need it all the time. It's just like nourishment for their being. Mm-hmm. And him even That's- hearing you say to the other children, this yeah. is my time with Neil. I think that yeah, will make sure do a he lot. hears you say that. <laughs> okay. This is mommy and Neil time. And and last year, actually, guess what? We did do we played a lot of games together. Um, where he has these big squash mellows or something, and we'd play hot potato. And it just it was so delightful for him and for me <laughs> to just connect playing these simple games. So I think we did have that last year. I just need to now pull that type of feeling and connection into our learning time mm-hmm. so yeah. that he, the stress can, can be kind of extinguished. And cause what happens is he gets that whininess and I just want to go just get away from it. It's yeah. so feels heavy. To you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, and then, so remember, it's remember, so should I, you know, if the, if you're, t- this is a great reminder for a parent of a type two, by giving them that connection time, that 10, 15, 20 minutes, I'm actually going to use less energy in that 
than if I don't do it and have to That's deal right. with the side constancy effects. of the yeah, yeah. the side effects reminder. are going to be more draining. They're going to be require more of me. Yeah, do I really want to deal with that? And so that small time connection is, and I'm just hearing that. I mean, I know when I talk to him individually, he bright, he just lights up to have kind of the spotlight on him. You know? Yes, and that's yeah. where you know being a sibling, a type two. They do feel like they don't get that one on, you know, that connection time. They're part That's of right. the group, you know. One more tip for type two is obviously we love that connection of plan. And so how can they connect with the plan um, at a, a detailed, smaller scale and also at a bigger scale? Do they have like their own personal desk calendar? I think mm-hmm. that would be really cool. A little mm-hmm. day planner. Do they know what's... Oh, get what's, them anything they can use that's a device or an electronic yes. gadget. Cool gadgets. No, Jenny, track things. So true. And Neil, things. when I talked with Neil earlier this week, he came and said he had found an old computer. Is mm-hmm. that... And he sounded really excited about that. Is that something mm-hmm. that he's going to be using in his homeschooling? Or have you seen that? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, the the thing I've, I've reflected on, Anna, Anna and I have had some conversations about these things. And last year, I was just like, okay, we're having homeschool. So I set up, so I interpreted that as school, like school normally is at home. So I set up a classroom and made everything as if I were the teacher. And we'll talk about this later in more detail. But then I quickly realized that that doesn't work very well. It's it's home and then you're yeah, I've heard people home. say like <laughs> do not try to replicate school at school like homeschool is not school at home basically right. it looks yeah. very different and the mm-hmm. learning curves you must have experienced over this year Jenny I'm sure have been tremendous so yeah they have and I think what Ann pointed out she said do you um, have your kids involved in the planning especially for your type two and I was like no and it's happened this year and it and they have they've started they set up their own little space in their desk and oh excellent they found their learning space then yeah we've got we still have some planning and organizing to do but it's it'll be neat to see what it's like to give them Mm -hmm. um more ownership in terms of those details smaller details you can give your child the responsibility with your support to and then it takes it off of you the more they own it I'm also thinking, you know, your boys all have tablets and they have their Kindles. What apps could you get on those that are like task oriented and tracking things and have, you know, Neil loves that. That's a all, good idea. Anything that's like, you know, device and electronic. Yeah. And I'm sure there are child, um, there are apps for children that are like daily reminders. And Well, you know, the watch you got him? Uh-huh. He's been using that for, it has a little calendar on it and a timer. And so um, I'll let him use that. Yeah. And then if you can find an app where he has to, the day before, you know, maybe put in what he has to accomplish that week or the next day in his schooling, then he gets to go in and, you know, he has to put, he has to program it in. Good idea. And put it in the app. So he's using his writing skills. And yeah. the spelling, and then he asked, then he gets to go back into it and check it off. I mean, I Good see idea. he would, he would That's love That's how any. I manage my life. <laughs> I know. I w- look at what you do as far as a, but I just know type twos really, 
they like. No, I'm saying, yeah, as a type you're, two. Like, you're blending this mm-hmm. ability of them to create a plan, follow through on their plan with, in his case, um, and I would think it might be more the case of type two boys, but maybe not. Maybe type two girls would also like those elect. They like devices. They like mm-hmm. gadgets. They like yeah. well, maybe even even more than you know narrowing it down to like gadgets, but letting a type two pick their um, like own binder. I loved school shopping. I loved getting yeah, my, like, oh, oh, my desk okay, set up, okay. a little pencil organizer, my own yeah, little pencil, pencil sharpener. Okay. Like all creating, like getting all those little things and maybe hopefully it won't wear off, but I think it would, the excitement of creating your own space and giving yourself that responsibility. Those are all details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then maybe you could say there's something that they really, really want, you know, um, a particular pencil box, or maybe you could, they can continue to work for those things. Yeah. By doing their homeschool, by doing what they're expected to do throughout the day. Right. And then, of course, making sure they have a cozy spot um, or, you know, they're feeling comfortable in the location that they're at. And they, mm-hmm. you know, even have a special maybe homeschool buddy stuffed animal set or something. <laughs> Just uh-huh. you thinking about how can I create that connection to that space and to their learning. Uh-huh. Great ideas. You know what? I think I'm going to try this time. Speaking of gear and gadgets and things. Neil always has his binoculars with him, maybe a walkie-talkie, a compass. He's always like so to all set up yeah. for, you know, adventure. And so those things can be a really big distraction because he'll always have his pockets full when he comes for mm-hmm. learning time. So I think I'll have a basket where he can put them in there. And then maybe oh. with like a fruit snack or something also in the basket and say, okay, as soon as we're done with this 20 minutes of math or whatever, um, you can you can have your stuff back. Plus this snack. I, I think I might try try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I've actually, I've found like, um, so we have a bag that we take to church with a few little toys in it and they only get it at church. And so like oh, yeah. I would take the homeschool or the school things and be like, you only get this during that time. So it just creates a little bit more of a special quality and that's what it's associated with. Okay. And actually, Sam yesterday said, why does everyone still always take my stuff? And his type three two-year-old brother always takes his toys. <laughs> and if we're oh, thinking, good. He's uh, got the trade so, of don't take my stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> Jenny actually did this with her type four and created a box called Seth's Specials. And so yesterday I created a bin called Sam's Specials and he can take it out when Roy naps and it's stuff that oh, only he can play with. So yeah, anyways, just great. speaking to that, like creating their own little things that can come really special and they connect with then that at home uh-huh. learning time. Yeah. Your weekly parenting practice is to examine your own approach to your type one or type two child, or maybe you've learned some things about yourself as a type one or a type two parent that you can modify. What one thing can you switch up that's going to be more honoring of their nature or your nature to create a more successful at-home learning experience? Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.